0: The Halo universe is filled with wonder, mystery, and fascinating discoveries around every corner. With so much to explore, four friends decided it was about time that they boot up the consoles and discuss this universe that has grabbed their attention since childhood. Jumperscape Audio kindly welcomes you to join them in the library.
1: Welcome once again to The Library, the show where we talk about Halo lore, and this time it's not about humans because they don't matter today, today we're talking about aliens because they matter more. So, today, the specific aliens we're talking about, because there's so many of them in the Halo universe, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Timmy, but there are a lot of them, uh, we're talking about, specifically, the Arbiters.
2: Well. Yay.
1: Yeah. Much to the to the joy, you guys could, could you guys sound just like a little bit more excited? Well, Uh, could you tone it down a little bit pick pick what
2: you want dude like
1: (laughs) (laughs) so this is something that i i have been excited to talk about for a while i know i get excited about a lot of the topics but this was one of the ones that i was like i was looking forward to all the way back when we were starting out just because the arbiters are a fantastic topic plus I understand that James gets the slightest bit excited to talk about anything relating to the Sangheili, so yeah, I, I wanted to help out. Sometimes, maybe someday. Sometimes. <laughs> I should note, James. Uh, actually, it's something kind of uh, that you should do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be going through. At the time of this recording, it is, uh, it is August eighth. I'm going through Halo Outcasts right now. Like, I just finished uh, chapter one before we started today. And um, you're going to want to read it Uh, very much so, because it goes into more of at the very least, I can tell you, it goes into more of what the Arbiter had to deal with while Cortana was in power. So some pretty cool stuff in here. It's focused around him. So, yeah, if you want to borrow this book Uh, from me after I'm done. So stuff we should have seen
0: in the game. (laughs)
1: Guys, I'm trying to get on 343's good side. I don't want them to <laughs> listen not. to the show and realize not, that we don't
0: like cle- it too much. Clearly, they're not trying to get on your good side, so
1: they're really not. <laughs> they're trying I, a little too I'm hard. I'm looking to not. forward to uh, to meeting them when I go to uh, to the HCS Give them thing. I was my left worst to, uh, regards. With the, no, the employees are super chill is the thing. Like, they're actually really nice. That That's the problem is that, like, we were blaming – I think we're blaming the wrong people. There are okay. employees that don't care about Halo as much as we would like them to. But it was all leadership and Microsoft. It was – 343's leadership but had, had a very bad plan, and Microsoft didn't really understand what was going on. That's my best guess. That's my educated observation. Anyway – we're not talking about that. I played Halo Infinite so today not, and I had a good time. I enjoyed my so time let's not go lot. down that rabbit hole. I thought I actually did have a good time. I don't know what was different. I'm it's just some of the some of the gunplay felt different. Some of the maps. I mean, the maps were great because I was playing on squad battles. I think everybody's playing squad battle right now. Um, basically just BTB from the classic games, but with really nice, like really nicely made forge remakes of older maps uh I freaking love them. I was having a great time today. Uh I usually come back only because I want the uh the fancy event stuff done. I get all the events done just so I can have things to customize with. Um but I might actually log on more times than once this month for Halo Infinite. So we'll we'll have to see what happens there cannot relate Uh, you're you're more than welcome to join me i did have a great time considering that the modes were basically the same from big team battle but with fewer players thus the sprees are more likely uh
0: yeah i want to give it a try it's fun if i want to come back to it (laughs) not likely yeah i want to give it a try at least
1: once so uh we're going to be talking about the arbiters today though and the way that this connects to the previous episode from last week is that it doesn't. I just, I felt like talking about the Arbiters this week, and so this is what, I was, what was on the schedule, which, guys, we're actually getting pretty darn close to the end of our uh, prearranged episodes. Uh, we, we currently have, like, from this episode going forward, we've only got five more, and then we're on to a week-by-week basis. Neat. Yeah, it's time is flying. It really is. I, I'm not personally there for it. Looking forward to uh, to dealing with everything right now. Uh, I have I have the plans in, in motion to get this physical studio ready so we can all be in the same room and all record this show at the same time. I don't have to worry about audio quality. I don't have to worry about using AI to enhance audio like I mentioned last week. I don't have to do any of that. I can just make the show, make it happen, make it nice and purdy. And then eventually we can make it a a, a more consistent week to week thing. And you know what? I'll have I'll have uh, fun having an excuse to have another excuse anyway to invite you guys over for a night or two. So, you know, there are plans in motion, but that's what's going on. Also, uh, yeah, it doesn't really connect to last week's topic. Of ODSTs, and I I forgot that we didn't that we uh, did ODSTs last week. It wasn't AI. I skipped a week, so my bad. Just adjust whatever I just said about last week, quote unquote. Uh, but this is an important topic. It's something that I think every Halo fan should at least have a bottom line understanding of when it comes to the Arbiters, the significance behind such a title, uh, because. And James, of course, you can feel free to interrupt me or take over if you know what direction I'm going in at any time. Since this is your domain, um, your mind is an enigma. So I'm not exactly sure what you're going to say, but uh, though I have a
2: good, uh, uh, pretty, pretty good idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, my, my, yeah, the inner machinations of my mind are indeed a, a, an enigma. Am I allowed to make references to SpongeBob if I never watched it? No. Okay. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Definitely
0: not. We're very protective of our SpongeBob <laughs> brand and we don't want you to tarnish it. You'll, you'll be hearing from our lawyers. I wonder if it's worth watching as an adult. It is. <laughs> uh, up until 2010, it is. I Watch heard anything th- from release until 2010. I heard that
1: the newer season was pretty all right. I. I I, I'm honestly shocked. You were the first going. human
2: being
0: I've probably ever said that.
1: That's <laughs> just what I've heard. I didn't
0: know they're, okay. they're, they're making a, a like a good amount of money off of like callbacks to older episodes. There's so many references to older episodes these days. <laughs> um, they they made, they made an episode, tributed to the guy that always screams my leg. The my leg guy. I have yes. seen that. Yeah, there's, the whole episode related episode. to him. Yes, his whole the whole episode is just things happening. To his legs. It's funny, but you can tell that they were running out of ideas.
1: (laughs) I mean, they're on what? I like season,
0: like I I don't know, man. I know, like I know, the first few episodes were like in the late '90s, early 2000s. I'm pretty sure it was the late '90s. It's insane, but so yeah,
1: back to the Arbiter. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, Arbiter, SpongeBob's (laughs) greatest companion, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Delmedon. Uh so the the status of the arbiter was the artist formerly known as Thelvatomy. Uh, yes. Uh we we're gonna be talking about all of them, the, the just the title as a whole. So there there will be some that I'm sure that you will be hearing for the first time, but that's I'm excited to tell you about them because they are all cool. Um so first and foremost, it should be noted that the arbiter as a title was not originally a title of shame. The arbiter, as a title for a title of shame, was brought about by the San Shayum, the prophets, as a means of controlling the San the Sangheili by tarnishing a title such as the arbiter, which once carried a massive amount of power and weight uh, among the Sangheili, as as in basically the leader in of, of sorts, a chosen warrior, really. Uh, by stripping that of its meaning and changing it to something else, the Sangheili basically lost faith in their former traditions and were much more keen on following what the Covenant was wanting to do. So they were were willing to go along with it, unfortunately, but that didn't stop every Arbiter that has ever been from being super awesome. Uh, So to get things started... Uh, What I wanted to do was kind of go in chronological order of the Arbiters that we have seen. And some of them are a little bit iffy. It's pretty easy to tell when some of them are ancient or some of them are more recent. But sometimes their dates are a little bit difficult to pinpoint because they weren't specifically mentioned. So I'm going to just be doing this to the best of my ability uh, and going with, uh, you know, going for the best on this one because... There's there's quite a bit to cover. Um so we'll just we'll see how this goes. So to get things started, uh what I figured that I would talk about is Mr. Ursu Labat. Uh Ursu. Ah, yes,
2: I know this name.
1: Ursu <laughs> has only shown up in the Halo 2 terminals. Uh he he made a couple I think he only actually made an appearance in the the terminals. Basically, uh his whole thing was that he it's not a whole lot. There's there's like a paragraph dedicated to him on every source that you find about him. And that's the that's the difficult part. Is I just said that they're super cool. Oh, this guy. Yeah. No, I remember honestly, I'm pretty sure.
0: There was a, uh, there's like a, I forget how long the video is on YouTube, but there's like a extremely long, like, the history of, I think the video is titled The History of Halo. They give a pretty good discussion on this one, and he's like a very, very older, like, before, this was pre-Covenant, correct?
1: Yes, this was pre-Covenant. Okay, right. Many of these are yeah, I, I always pre-Covenant.
0: Yep, I, I remember seeing, like, clips of him, like, rowing this big badass viking styled sanghealy ship on sanghelios oh, okay. is that the sa- same one right i think i believe so this is, this is sounding more familiar now yes it's it, it, there's a long video <laughs> on youtube called the history of halo we
2: i'm just going to recognize them based off of their aesthetic not really They're i recognize <laughs> the,
0: i recognize the armor on his on his picture and i recognize the uh the, the sick cape
1: it's yeah, he's, he's pretty darn cool. Um, now, the problem with Ursu, though, is that he ended up being a little bit of a uh, tyrannical maniac. Um, <laughs> so uh, basically, others saying Healy sought to topple his rule, which this is actually addressed as well in the latest novel Outcasts. Um, but is with outcasts they mention that part of Sangheili culture is if there is a leader that you don't agree with well you just got to assassinate him it's just the way it is there's no conversation you just you can kill the guy take him out and take his and and take over that's this is the way it is the tradition and you know what based i I don't know (laughs) it's it's entertaining it's fun to, to see that as being just a norm um I don't want that to be real, to be clear, but it's very cool to it, see. I mean, I, I do Minecraft uh, in Minecraft. <laughs> in Minecraft. Um, <laughs> only in Minecraft. That's it. Uh, So the, the interesting thing, though, is that when he was overthrown, uh, it was done by a brotherhood of Kaidons who are basically they are the leaders of their keep like they're individual leaders uh, of their keep for each keep. It, <laughs> there's many, many Kaidons. Um, so many. And they're usually elected by their clans, like their elders. And when the Kaidon is in charge, they are basically part of a council. And these Kaidons can make decisions for the entirety of any of the participating clans, which there are many in the Sangheili culture. Uh, but this Brotherhood of Chidons, they were the first uh, to adopt the name Swords of Sanghelios.
2: Helios. Oh, tell me what that entails. What was that?
1: <laughs> Cracked open Baja the biggest blast. one.
0: <laughs> that was the crispiest cold one I've ever heard in my life. That actually made me want to go get a fucking Baja Blast. It's actually it's a Baja Blast Zero. Uh, a shout out, shout out, Taco Bell, give us free. Shot.
2: Baja Blast Zero, low key, tastes exactly the same as Baja Blast, and I feel noted. like I have
1: unlocked a a hack. <laughs> God, you, I want Taco Bell. We can go after after we're done here. I'll go with uh, you. I'll go with you. I will go with you.
0: I swear on I, my life, I'll I, go with I, you. I, I I I I don't doubt it. You don't have to swear on your life. <laughs> I don't think that was a grown up. I don't believe
2: you. It's a grown up. Oh, I shouldn't do that. Yeah,
1: no more. Or less. That's a grown up. I'm gonna
0: do it. I I did good with my with my dieting today. I don't know if I want to. I, I really had don't. Roast beef, chicken,
2: you pizza. Know, pizza.
0: Okay, enough of SpongeBob for the love of God! <laughs> <laughs> enough of SpongeBob. I actually I had I chimichangas had, and pizza. That I, was my I lunch and I had nine pieces of sushi, a protein shake. Uh, veggie, uh, veggie and fruit go-go squeeze that tasted like dog water. And then I had a smart water. Go-go squeeze. That's all I had today. And I'm like, you know, that's honestly a good day. So I don't want to mess it up, but... F- Baja Blast is calling my name. <laughs> <laughs> I want... Well, okay, to take focus, your mind off of focus. it, I got you.
1: Take your mind off of it. Just briefly, <laughs> okay. the Swords of Saint helios they were a <laughs> faction. They're currently around. They are a faction that is currently being led by the current Arbiter. If um, you haven't played Halo 5. If you haven't played Halo 5. Uh, and the thing is, though, is that this wasn't the first time, obviously, that the Swords of Saint Helios had made an appearance. Uh, aside from when the Kaidons had overthrown that, uh, that Arbiter, they had also shown up once again, coming back together to pre- tr- at least they attempted to prevent the Covenant's formation. Like they tried to prevent the Shayum and the Sangheili from coming together. But when the Writ of Union was finished, which was that charter that was like, yes, you are giving your oath to the Covenant. When that was drafted between the Shayum and the Sangheili, swords of Sangheilios couldn't do anything. So they were ultimately disbanded. Until, of course, the covenant fell apart, and you know it was all from there. The Swords of Saint Helios worked for peace. They, uh, they're now mostly just dealing with uh, the created. So entertaining, very fun, very fun. Read Outcasts. We'll be talking about that again uh, next week. The very important topics will be happening next week. So be there for I that. I might
2: check it out on Audible. So they don't sponsor us. Uh get I, that I, clear?
0: They should Audible give
2: us free they're, be, sh- uh, they're, they're beyond okay. Audible's beyond like media sponsorships at this point. Uh they've gotten bigger than that. I don't yeah. think I've seen a this is brought to you by Audible on any YouTuber
0: at I all. I haven't time. seen Jack's I'm, films I'm, I'm, go I'm
1: trying Audible stands for. <laughs> I'm
0: trying. I'm trying for
1: us. Boys. I'm trying. <laughs> Listen, I am always and un- I'm in the every same time, boat
0: Every time we bring up a name brand, you Bet your sweet ass. I'm gonna go into the mic and say, uh, McDonald's, give us free shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time.
1: Every time well, we wait, bring wait, up wait, a name wait, wait, break. Wait, 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 Taco Bell. Taco
0: Bell, give us free sh-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right. I know you have the money. David, give us a battle dudes
1: lunchbox. Oh, dude. I would love that. I, I've fought tooth and nail for that uh, Taco Bell Xbox One uh, X. <laughs> oh my God. It was so cool, dude. Anyway, holy moly, we're getting <laughs> so off track already. <laughs> not, we, we, it's all part of the fun, you know? Oh, goodness. I mean, we'll in, go the the library. In, in the mission of oh. trying to simulate what it's like being in a late night Xbox Live party chat with your friends, is this not accurate? <laughs>
0: No, this yeah. Yeah.
1: So, we move on to the next arbiter on the timeline. I'm fairly certain is uh, is next on the timeline. You never know. I could be horribly wrong, but <laughs> hey, I'm sure that somebody who knows better than me will correct me if I'm wrong. Mr. Jet Look Look Mutie. Look Mutie. Like Mutie sounds
0: If there was a say that just sounded straight Scottish, <laughs> that's it. <laughs>
2: I am just, the Arbiter of chat Nick Luton.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, any no, scots no, listening so to this, I'm yeah, so sorry. You need sorry. to apologize. Need <laughs> to a- I'd awesome. like to apologize <laughs> <need> to <come laughs> I want to apologize. <laughs> I would like to apologize.
0: <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I would like to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Jets lick Well, Jet my like though. Yeah, oh, okay, <laughs> stop. We already apologized once. Stop. I want to apologize. There you go. well, I, oh, I'm allowed shit. my
2: favorite my my favorite Call of Duty YouTuber is Scottish. Shout that out not mean 13. anything. That doesn't mean you can criminally
1: butcher the Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, listen, Jet. Jet was Around during the early days of the Covenant. Yeah. Je- around uh, like his whole thing was he was active around like eight hundred and fifty two BC. That was when the Covenant was formed. But and humans were still playing rocks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's not true. <laughs> there there
0: was empires and shit, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Close enough.
1: In Close comparison enough. to what they got going on,
0: yes. Yeah, might as well. Uh it's a good thing. Sorry, I saw this is at least somewhat off topic. Can you imagine if the Covenant like found to humanity like in the late 90s or the early 2000s dude there would be so many really cool movies F- no no <laughs>
2: there wouldn't be any movies everything is glass <laughs> do you think they would still find us as um a sin against god if they found us in that state no
1: they probably definitely would they definitely would find us as a sin they would take that of it because i mean the sheer existence
0: of us at some point would contradict their religion so I feel like they would probably get rid of us at like while well, we're at our most vulnerable I, yeah. I definitely don't see it I see a world where they're like yeah you know what they're not a threat we're just gonna let them be but I mean if they let us be for so long till we get to the mid 20 25 50 something we would just like they, they they something would eventually happen and it, the events of Halo would not even transpire or they would transpire a lot earlier it just wouldn't it wouldn't be good the saying Healy would have turned on the covenant a lot quicker but uh yeah I, I definitely don't see a world where they're like yeah they're all right we're just gonna let them be we'd probably be dead immediately yeah. considering roly on one planet high charity hovers above earth
1: that's it <laughs> game over they, they, that's literally game over it's in, it's intense yeah uh, uh, so with jet though his thing what he's known for everybody knows what he did once you bring it up uh, this man was the one that was responsible for taming of the hunter worms. Um, so uh, what ended up going down was basically that the prophets had ordered the Sangheili to wipe out the Legolo. Uh because this <laughs> Leggolo was it, they were around forerunner relics. They were just like living in the remains of these stations and relics and such. The, these colonies were able to eat everything, basically, but they wouldn't touch the relics. So when they had ordered them to be wiped out, the Arbiter, Jet, went down, and for an entire year, he was on the surface of this moon learning about the lekgolo what makes them tick. And over time, he realized that, you know, these things, when they're threatened, they turn into these giant hulking beasts like they can form together to form another creature, basically. That's a central mind. So recognizing that, he wanted to try to convince the prophets, hey, instead of trying to absolutely wipe them out like you always do, what if we try to convert them? And the prophets are like, hmm, this could be a sound strategy. And so they go along with it. And good news the legolo stay around and now there's worms in the covenant
0: his his armor is pretty i mean it it looks like relatively like down to earth as far as the arbiter's armor goes yeah but i know i'm noticing like in these pictures of him when he's like running into legolo he's got like the breathing tubes on the side is that for the moon that he was on yeah i'm assuming that he just it was like Which it's just wild because like in Halo, you never like think other than space. Like everyone can just kind of breathe anywhere. It doesn't matter. It's just so wild to see someone like, oh yeah, I actually need to have some type of oxygen support because it's too harsh here. Yeah. Out of all the vastness of the Halo universe, all the games, you never see anyone who's just like, yep, you need breathing support unless you're in outer space. So I think I just think that's cool that he's got a unique little armor piece on him yeah. to his to his armor. the only times yeah, that, that, like that we've ever
1: really seen that stuff we've seen it in halo 2 where they needed to have uh breathing apparatuses for the fact that well, they were yes. working in a gas yeah. giant um right. in nightfall they had to use uh they had to use air filtration systems to give them fresh air because this piece of the halo ring is just not it's not good for humans to to breathe um And then there's many times, let's say, in like novels where you get someone that can't breathe or something like that. But like it's more just you don't notice it as much, especially in games, just because you don't question it too much because you're a Spartan wearing full armor that can be in pretty much any atmosphere. So that's the. That's the kicker there is that even if we were presented with that sort of stuff, <laughs> we likely wouldn't even notice unless there were Marines around us not wearing breathing apparatuses. Then we would just be confused. But we in the universe where we have Spartans and ODSTs straight up kicking themselves out into space so that they can flank insurrectionists, which happens in a novel. and It's very awesome because they basically just they it's it's so cool they get detonated out into space and they swing back around and land back in the station so cool anyway um yeah that stuff can happen but you're right we don't really get a whole lot of it and you know i guess that just kind of lends itself more towards the whole fantasy side than it is sci-fi but it is still sci-fi at heart if anything i think it's better to just say that it's a space opera more than anything else um so the the next one that we're looking at here, hecky gibbity gibbity gibbity. Oh, wait, wait, pardon he- Hecky <laughs>
0: gibbity. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm just trying to find him on here, and I. Oh, here we arbiter. Hecky gibbity gibbity. G- g-
1: yeah, I'm gonna say gibbity. Great pronunciations, Austin. I'm gonna say it's <laughs> gibbity. I just like the idea. Well, he's of, very.
0: Of his armor is very Halo 5 esque.
1: Yes, it is slightly like golden it. it's tinted, clean. but it still looks like Halo 2, which I, I appreciate. So
0: gets a nice mi- mi- mixture of the of the two. It looks yes. clean.
1: Uh so this guy, what he's known for, is he's the one that was the the guy who stopped the Ungoy Rebellion. He's the one that made <laughs> sure that the slaves stopped acting up.
0: <laughs> <It's> so- <laughs> A, the this the video on the gr- the the same video that I mentioned earlier, the history of Halo also touches on the the um Ungoy rebellion is actually very very sad. The story of the Grunts in general is just devastating. You cannot blame the little f***ers for doing what they had to do, <laughs> but but they I remember during the after I should say. Um, they started like like they earned the St. Healy's respect, including the arbiter at the time. I remember that very very well. Didn't they yes. like poison their methane tanks or something like that the, so they couldn't the reach? The jackals thought
2: it would be a really funny prank. Uh, to, oh, basically, okay. to basically, to um, basically uh, try and end the Ungoy population by <laughs> uh, sterilizing all of
0: them, thus ending the rebellion. No, no, this is before the rebellion. This was this before is why the they rebelled. Oh, oh yeah. my god. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. Oh my god! It was called High yeah.
1: Charity was just basically like, oh those goofy, those goofy it, it, jackals. It's, oh it's often times referred to as the Infusion Incident. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, that's so terrible! Where were you when the infusion incident happened? Did <laughs> Did this arbiter the, um order the glassing of the Ungoy homeworld, or was that the prophets? No, that, that
1: was uh, that was this arbiter. He was basically he he realized ah. that his tactics weren't working because the Ungoy there's just you know thousands and thousands and thousands what? of them. So he realized that he had to go to the next best plan: just spawn kill them. <laughs> so yeah, he went to their what? home world and, and just started glassing it yeah he just started glassing so anyway, it
0: so anyway i started glassing <laughs> god it's so fucking terrible
1: and so the the Ungoy um realizing that they don't want the entirety of their planet glassed because it's not completely destroyed it's just mostly destroyed uh they decided to resubmit and uh the only thing that really came out of it that was good was that now the grunts were respected. No, that didn't happen. They were mean? given weapons <laughs> and now could fight alongside Sangheili. So before they were just working a worker class. Yeah, so it's that's pretty much the you could say that was a, a benefit, but you know, still still a little rough. So next. Uh, we talk about Vima Togad now I know very little about this one but he shows up in the terminals he also I suppose makes an appearance somewhere in Broken Circle which I haven't read I really want to but uh, he's the one that got the, the energy sword named after him the Prophet's Bane so he's pretty darn cool
0: hey there Halo fans don't go anywhere We'll be back with our friends right after these messages.
1: His story is so cool. I don't want to try to summarize it. I just have his article pulled up so I can read it directly because it's just so... It's so good. It's poetic almost. Uh, So, ahem... In 938 BCE, the reformist Sanchayum landed on the Sangheili frontier world of Ulgethen and sent a delegation to meet with Arbiter Vema Togad. Due to the reformist's view that forerunner technology should be used and studied, a notion that was considered blasphemous by the Sangheili, Togad used his sword to behead the members of the delegation. When the Sanchayum discovered this, a war between the two species broke out. The war would eventually lead to the signing of the writ of union. So I have this out of order, obviously. But I wanted to read it anyway because I missed it. Basically, this was the arbiter that caused the covenant. Whoopsie. <laughs> yes. So that's uh that's pretty entertaining. Good times. Um after what happened with the covenant, after it was all broken apart, there was a scribe with the Sanshayum who uh specifically mentioned him as the as the one who instigated the war of beginnings, quote. So yeah, it's it, that part is the interesting part is that you know, we have we have arbiters that are doing really cool things and they are indeed just very impressive as as a title that carries on into greater and greater characters. But they they started out with some pretty uh not great guys <laughs> taking the helm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um it's almost as if we're talking about a warrior culture that more cares about victory than you know morality
1: yeah and then you know morality started to become a problem and thus it was turned into a mark of shame oh no (laughs) but now we talk about i think i think i see him as my favorite arbiter i i have to go this far Fal shavami Fal shavami was i mean he, his second, his name, his nickname, Defiant One, puts it lightly. Uh, James, do you remember the 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 episode of Halo Legends, The Duel? Oh, yeah.
2: Him. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know his name, and I was wondering what we would get to him.
1: Yes. Uh, you
0: know, shit is real when all you have to say, him. Oh,
2: that, that guy. <laughs> you know, he he's him. really cool. It's too bad that. Uh, the whole entire uh, short looks like mashed potatoes.
1: <laughs> uh, I think and it was supposed to his wife gives me nightmares. I think it was supposed to be Japanese watercolor. It's supposed to look like a
2: Japanese watercolor, and it works. So there are some beautiful shots in it.
1: In other places. However... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, for those of you who don't know, First of all, go watch the duel. You're you're missing out on so much. And you are literally four episodes away from well, five episodes away from getting our Halo Legends coverage. So we're going to need you to watch that, because if you haven't, that's going to be a real big damper on my whole plan here. So just go watch it. It's literally on YouTube for free.
2: Honestly, here's the thing. I'm not supposed to work tomorrow. I'm just sure I'm getting called in. I might say no, I had plans, and then maybe we could all, you know, make sure we watch Halo Legends together in preparation for that.
0: I'm totally yeah. down for that. I mean, yeah, just, uh, yeah, definitely just say no. I I, I, I watch I it. I can't
1: do it. I watch <laughs> it, it on an annual basis. I haven't watched it this year yet, so yeah, I'll bring over my Blu-ray version and we can watch it together. It has to be done gotta be done has to be done it has to be done <laughs> so Mr. Shavami here basically he, he he believed that the great journey was false I know astounding how could anybody think that like there's no how could the covenant e- there's lie? literally no evidence to back that up <laughs> Wait, why would that? the covenant ever lie they they wouldn't why like they have no reason to clearly so anyway <laughs> uh he
2: he was like that you laughed like a rich billionaire evil man in a movie (laughs) please stop i hated that so
1: much (laughs) (laughs) so i should just go into acting i could pull this off so uh arbiter mr arbiter uh you know Chevamy. uh he refused to accept that the Great Journey was true. Even when he was confronted by uh, a high prophet, specifically the high prophet of Solomon T. Uh, yeah, he still, to his face, was like, no, this is not happening. I cannot sign off on this. I don't believe it's It can't be that way. Because basically, he had seen that the Sanghili had strayed away from a sense of honor. Uh, And now we're just all they cared about was power. And so with honor now leaving the whole picture, he was left to think like, no, there's no way that this great journey could be real. If the great journey is supposed to be the honorable way out, how could that be the honorable way out when we have forgotten what honor actually is? So the uh, the hierarch declared him a heretic. And upon that being the case. Uh, another arb- not arbiter another Sanghili named Haka Saraki or Sukari my bad uh, he was ordered with the the kill order he wanted he was tasked with killing this arbiter so uh, he had tried to take out Shavami with assassins that didn't go very well Uh, at all it, it sent a huge battalion of covenant forces, and Shavami didn't give a single. F**k. He slaughtered all of them, <laughs> like.
0: So he was the uh, the first arbiter to kind of make the the ranking of arbiter, being like, yeah, you're you're being shamed. He was the first one. He
1: was the he was he the was the reason. one who
0: made the prophets make it a shame get ashamed, right i know beforehand
2: it like, was like, like it was oh, a good you're thing you're gonna be like this guy right the before, one who
0: betrayed everybody yeah yeah you're he's so evil on, yeah yeah <laughs> yes. after that they're all just sent on suicide missions to practically die in a blaze of glory supposedly
1: yes so uh, basically during this whole thing though the unfortunate thing is that while shavami was going off on the covenant it was enough to distract him uh, from his other duties, so everyone in his clan, including his wife, were killed. This assassin, uh, Sukuri, he had he had these assassins go and basically just kill all of his clansmen, and then visited the home of the of this arbiter. He had wife. over five
2: million power rif- in in Rise of Kingdoms, didn't he?
1: No, six million. Damn. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He pulled up to this dude's wife's, ha- like he pulled up to He's this like, dude's
2: house, and you can't stop me, arbiter. I have over five million power in Rise of Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored,
1: but please sponsor. Not
2: <laughs> Shane, Rise of please. Kingdom, give us free.
0: Sh- <laughs> I actually don't care about your free. Sh- but, no, you know, I don't no, I'll take any free. Sh- you're it. give me give. money. Okay. Game like, okay. don't, you can give me free shit. You don't got to give James anything.
1: <laughs> I would love it if one day there's just a random executive that actually does listen to these episodes and like we should sponsor these guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, after this happened, Shavami confronted Sukari at the top of a forerunner structure. It was not a very long duel, but... Both of them died during the battle. Shavami was brutally like slashed. There was a clean cut straight through his abdomen. And Sukuri got a stab to the chest. Sukuri died pretty much immediately after the stab. Shavami he just bled out. So after this complete massacre where a whole Covenant Battalion gets killed, an entire clan gets wiped out, and no one survives. The outcome is the arbiter has been taken from a rank of privilege and honor and strength. And now it is declared that if you have this rank of arbiter, you have no honor. There's nothing that you can that you can do. The only option that you have now is to take the mantle of arbiter, do these impossible tasks. And if you manage to do them. That's great, but you will not regain your honor until you die. (laughs) So that was uh, that was unfortunate. Um, Moving on to a I would say a lot of people would probably call this one the coolest arbiter. Uh, In many ways, I agree. We move on to Ripa Morimi. Uh, oh, Mr. Slackdraw himself, yeah. Oh, this boy. dude just stands around with his mandibles just hanging. <laughs> doesn't... Yeah,
0: he, he, he's creepy as shit. I don't like him. He's, he's intimidating.
1: I don't like him. I, I care not like for your little life. Open yeah, his the voice relic. alone. I love him. What? He's awesome. He's super dope. Uh, now Rippa's uh title, everyone has a title, of course, The Savage, <laughs> which checks out. This dude had kind of a a concerned like a concerning level of passion for warfare. He cared about victory, he cared about displays of strength. He didn't care so much about being thoughtful and honorable. He just wanted ruthlessness based. So, uh Ripa, his his task basically what we know of him because we do have a little bit of him thanks to some comics that we that we have that tell his story um I don't know everything about him because I really just i had no idea until recently that he had a backstory uh I don't know everything about what happened to him but it basically it, it, what ended up happening was he had in the early days it was like twenty four seventy eight uh, he had overthrown his Kaidon, which we had already explained Kaidons are these leaders. So he overthrew his Kaidon and uh, at least he tried. He didn't like actually do it. He tried. When it failed, he was captured by these forces from the Kaidon and brought to the Covenant court. Because he had attempted to overthrow this Kaidon, the Covenant gave him the, the title of arbiter basically he was he tried to escape this imprisonment every now and then and it didn't work out very well and eventually it would be the prophet of regret that would give him this this title so after that takes place the next time we see him is off in harvest halo wars that's the arbiter from wars for anybody who didn't recognize him by name or how we've been talking about him so far uh so when he was given this this title, uh, he immediately just—I mean—he took it in stride. He was more brutal, and I think that might have been more of a a reflection of the fact that this was early in the war, and there was nothing but hatred for these humans. There was no understanding of what they were or what they were trying to do. That's just the way that it was. Basically, uh, just bugs. Yeah, yeah. Insects in their way. Yes. So this guy is huge. First of all, he's a very big Sangheili. Um, He was known for carrying around two energy swords at all times. He's, he was also known for being up close and personal at all times. He didn't really like to fight from the distance. He'd prefer to be up close and in the fight, uh, skipping through the entirety of the halo war story, because that's just go play halo wars. So I'm not going to summarize that for you. The, the spirit of fire up against the covenant, the spirit of fire wins. You know that's just the way that it is. Uh, but Ripa is famous for another thing. He's the first and only arbiter to die by a normal human's hand. Yeah, he died in uh, for someone who is like what, like
0: with the background he has and his size and the dude dual wields energy swords for fuck's sake. It he dies in the most bitch made way. But at the end of the day, it's like his. I, I want to say ego is what what got him killed. Like, the, but he was playing around with him at the end of Halo Wars. He wasn't like he could have well, got it over with, and it felt like he was just toying with him rather than just getting it over with.
1: The thing is, it was hubris. It, it, like he, it was the same thing that kind of undermined his his goals with the Kaidon. He was so uh, he was so confident in himself. That he it was his downfall. He, he, yeah, he couldn't let himself think straight, so right. he was just so excited to finish off this human that had caused him so much pain and struggle trying to get him in the first place. He just he lost. He slipped up, knife to the he man. The yeah, Owie. he was
0: messing around <laughs> with with the wrong marine, and it just didn't didn't go well.
1: Oh, it should be noted that Forge's knife has a name, and it's Lucy.
0: That's so hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh yeah that that's, it was a great scene it is great it, but he is and I should have prefaced I or corrected myself not that he's the only arbiter to ever been killed by a normal human he's the only arbiter to have ever been killed by a human <laughs> <laughs> ever <laughs> no one has ever managed or even been interested really just, in killing an arbiter it's just
0: so insane someone with his stature just off, like I mean, it, 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 it's poetic justice. It makes sense the way he died. It, it just, it, it makes, it does make sense. It, it's wild to think that just some average. I mean, For, Forge is badass. Don't get me wrong, but it's. I mean, you but he's just them, a
2: dude, right? <laughs> he's you, just, he's you, a guy. Sta- you stack him, a up very against, skilled guy, but still a right,
0: guy. You stack him up against an eight foot one monster, dual wielding energy swords with shields, and he still wins. That's
1: that's, that's f***ing ludicrous. <laughs> well, with him covered, we are now on to, everyone knows this guy, Thelvadom.
0: Woo! Well, that's why he's the goat.
2: Fuck <laughs> all The goat.
1: <laughs> so, Thelvadom, formerly Thelvadme. So... I'm going to briefly go over what it, what his history is, and then we'll go into what he's up to now as more of an important topic. Basically, you know, born to the house of Vadam, very powerful state on San Uh, When he joins the Covenant military, he's given the E suffix. Uh, that's just how it goes. The, you get an E suffix. Um, and basically, through his career in the Covenant... Starting out with his earliest uh, his earliest tasks being with what happened at the rubble where he had to uh, basically figure out what was going on with the kid Yar and humans. All the way up until he became a supreme commander of the fleet of particular justice, which is a very which high is the rank.
2: best name ever. Yeah, <laughs> best name for a fleet. God, it's, it's just so, it's so it's, good. It's so wonderful. It's so, he's <laughs>
0: such a well-written character. Background, name, design, character design. He's just such a great fucking character, and I love everything about it.
2: Honestly, like if you want a good kind of back, like digestible version of his backstory, the um. The lead up for Halo Two anniversary, uh, there's Agent Locke doing a like dossier on it on is such Vell. a good
0: cutscene. It, it is such so a good. great fucking cutscene that leads up to such a complete show. I can't stand it. it <laughs> no, was so I mean, that's good. a
2: good cutscene, but I'm talking about like it was a video where like basically Agent Locke's just talking about his the Arbiter's his whole history, and then oh. at the end he's like, "I recommend immediate termination." Oh, like <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alrighty. What a twist! I know.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't
2: recall if this dossier was supposed to be before or after they became allies. Um, <laughs> and I wish the answer
0: was, Would I could just say, that? well, it's obvious, but it's not. It's not. Nothing about Halo lore is obvious. There's a lot of reading books. I was just saying, Angel an asshole, so, I, I mean, mean, he, yeah. he, he and he, also Oni. So it could have easily been, you Boy, know. I wish Agent Locke had an opportunity to redeem himself in a mainline Halo game. <laughs> <Tricks>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So you guys want to know, have you Have you guys ever known what Fel's kill count is? Very in- high. It's a million. It's in the millions. No, it's not
0: billions billions it's in the billions <laughs> <laughs> yes i, I right. say
2: there's it's not in the hundred thousand <laughs> <I mean, it's laughs>
0: he, he himself i know obviously didn't but he ordered the glassing of planets i mean reach he didn't he lead the attack on reach yep uh
1: well this
0: the second attack
1: yes the, se- the second one he wasn't right. he wasn't the first fleet that showed up right uh so this He's is you You like, oh, ready for the cool you're ready for oh, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. A billion over a billion human casualties over the course of his his tenure. And only 23,000 of them were military. <laughs> God
0: damn it. I'm stopping. Okay.
1: He's such a likable character.
0: So wait, wait, wait. So here's the thing. In Reach, he he was the sec- he was a second fleet. So was he the one? Was he the fleet after you know George went kaboom and slip space rupture yes, detected? Yes. Oh god, that's so chilling to know that's his fleet. Oh god, that's so much worse.
1: Yeah, he pulled I up. I never and knew was that. Like,
0: that's so much.
1: You worse. poked the hive. <laughs>
0: oh no, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was his fucking fleet. That makes it so much worse. Yep. That's so scary. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was uh, Uh, it was it was the it was quite literally the peak of his career. He he basically like he had taken out reach like he left behind some of his forces to finish off the planet. But the rest of them went after the Pillar of Autumn, Um, which to top off his stats real quick. uh, The planets that he has glassed, uh, he has glassed. Do, 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 do. I'm sure there was more than this, but notable ones were Bounty, Alluvian, Mesa, Greydowns, Crotus 2, and Estuary. Now, the most interesting thing, 123 UNSC ships were destroyed by him, and Oni Section 3, you know, the ones that we've been scared about this entire time because they're the ones with the Black Ops unit that do terrible things to people, They've attempted to kill him many times, but every time they failed, resulting in all the operatives dying. Oh,
2: <laughs> well, my favorite story of of Zen uh, is the story of um, him and his elites breaching into a room of humans, all not even in their um, uniforms or oh, armed this yet. This is a good and story. And he let them. He let he stopped them from getting massacred. Let them at least arm up and get ready. And then they just you know mop the floor with him. Yes, looked, <laughs> hey, what, what,
0: what? the most chad move of all time is letting your <laughs> opponent prep, letting them prep, giving them a head start. Imagine what those soldiers felt with him just sitting there watching while they get their armor on. Like they know they're gonna die. <laughs> there's no, there's yeah. no, there's uh, no <laughs> way. Up, Can you feel my heart? Because this is a gigachad moment. Oh my god! It's just like <laughs> that, that's just horrifying. Just letting your opponent.
2: Can get we get, get a ready Chad portrait of The
0: arbiter in is, the chat is the biggest. <laughs> is non-live product. It is such an alpha
1: move. It's insane. It's so good. So yes, after that all happens, uh, he goes after the pillar of autumn who is fleeing, and the pillar of autumn stumbles upon something kind of odd. It looks like a. It's like a hoop uh, or like a loop of some kind. It's weird. And guess who was blinded by their majesty? Blinded. <laughs> dumbstruck god stop it my my favorite my favorite halo ytp i've ever seen included the line when you first saw halo were you blinded by its majesty blinded paralyzed you dumb (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah um little little thing little wrong thing happened there uh so that's a that's a halo ring um very big importance to the covenant that's straight up like a massive creation of the forerunners they kind of worship the forerunners uh and this little green dude blows it up completely may right may now may or may not know him just just Some a side little character little in demon. the Halo. Yep. yeah yeah l- 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 little sides
0: yeah little side character in the halo story
1: no and no big deal so, right back Probably to not the
2: someone th- the covenant hates so much that they uh have a nickname for him yes called his demon
1: yep,
0: yep just <laughs> yeah. called him a demon
1: yeah, okay, back to the main character. So It's just
2: because he's so good at it, you know. <laughs>
1: <All> <laughs> he's so when, a
2: demon now blowing up the uh, holy relics.
1: Now, when this Halo gets destroyed, the prophets are like, bro, bro. <laughs> and despite the fact that Arbiter, or I'm sorry, Thel, had been very successful up until this point, extremely successful even, they still shunned him, punished him, stripped him of his honor, and gave him the title of arbiter.
0: No, the bank is closed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the bank is
0: so. Clo- get my money. <laughs> no, the bank so, is closed.
1: Arbiter they from the They paying on. you. Sh-
0: <laughs> we got to watch that I need too. To re-watch yeah, that. we, we should watch, watch that tomorrow after we Halo gotta watch Legends. It. We got to watch Legends. it. Yes, yes. Yes.
1: They paying. They Halo dubs <laughs> by News to spearhead. Look it up everybody.
0: I can saw unnamed name truth be such a bullshitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going to have to. Dude, there are like 15 oh markers on this episode so far. So. Uh, now, who we just call the Arbiter. Everybody just calls him the Arbiter these days. The Arbiter is given a task to uh, stop a heretic leader. That doesn't go so well. The heretic leader basically tells him, hey, everything you know is a lie. And the Arbiter goes through a serious, serious, like there's a lot of... Could you say disenfranchisement? Is that a good word for it? Sure. He just... it goes through a lot because he realizes everything that he had believed up until this point, everything that he had been disillusionment
2: i'd say would be disillusion
1: thank you that's a much better word
2: I feel like disenfranchised feels like it comes at, that it comes after
1: yes thank you that makes a lot more sense i appreciate it so he gets he just straight disillusionment he he's told exactly that everything that he has known up until this point is wrong and that he's a f***ing <laughs> idiot <laughs> <laughs> and because of this he turns on the covenant works alongside the same and eventually works alongside the humans to take down the Covenant in one final battle on the Ark, alongside the demon, the Master Chief, John Spartan One One Seven. Who's that? Oh, he's he's a he's a side character. He's only in Halo Three. Got it. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, yeah, about last <laughs> so, I mean, to that last part. So
2: here's the thing: I'd argue that the Arbiter is the main character of Halo Two
1: oh he is uh, totally chief is just there
2: to have the cool action movie moments
1: <laughs> so for now we're getting close to the end of the episode so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna wrap up the information here because i feel like fel can get his own episode oh easily so and should oh, we should that's a good idea you just get that's a great idea write that down uh he, basically, i basically think it's something
2: we have to write down it's pretty pretty easy to remember <laughs> remember what <laughs> oh this guy's an idiot.
1: <laughs> anyway, so Arbiter, after the collapse of the Covenant, ends up reforming the Swords of Sanghelios and is attempting to reunite Sanghelios underneath his umbrella. It's going okay, could be going better. And most recently, you're going to need to read Outcast to find out, but he's going up against Cortana and her created... And there's going to be a whole lot of interesting things happening since uh, he was not very excited when he had heard that the brute homeworld had been destroyed by Cortana. So. Oh, you think he'd be like, oh, based. No, what he's seeing is <laughs> what he's seeing is Cortana just destroyed Atriox's homeworld because he didn't listen. What would she do to St. Helios?
2: Yeah, that's pretty that's a pretty fair concern he has because <laughs> that's
1: the thing the one thing he's trying to figure out right now is how do you take down a guardian and as far as i can tell from chapter one his solution is uniting the galaxy's colonies all of the species that would have been really cool if we got to do this right oh, anyway before we um, get into that i'm no, sorry but... like here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> oh, okay no, quick, oh, quick no. tangent quick oh, no. tangent quick oh, no. tangent quick oh, no. tangent
2: oh, no. <laughs> I'm probably the only human in the world who thought this beforehand. I was excited to see, even though I thought Halo 5's story was very fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> I still thought the world building was interesting and where the state of the galaxy was was actually really effective and kind of horrifying. <laughs> and I was excited to see how that played out. And then they just said, we fixed it. Here is something else <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> here's the thing here's the thing the scene the the part in Halo 5 where you're walking through the swords of Saint Helios camp and like you're seeing grunts Kgar fighting a al- fighting along the St talking to each other. I thought that was cool and it sucks that we didn't get more of an interaction with them. I'm sure it's coming at some point maybe <laughs> I'm honestly more upset with
1: with the same thing that James said because it is really bothersome. That the only no, way that we got to experience the created and their reign, which was for a while, that was a few years that they were in charge, was through books. I don't don't get me wrong, they're great books, they're fantastic stories. But for anyone who read. doesn't read play. the books, which is a lot it. of them, a lot right. of players, maybe they're gonna jump from Halo 5 to Halo Infinite and be like, wait, what?
0: I here's the thing. Since I'm I'm a decently like educated Halo fan, like I know I know what happened. I mean, I know the context. Like, I there were, like, yes, there was a time jump, and I don't know, like, the insane details that are in the book, but, like, I understand what happened going into Halo Infinite from Halo 5. I understand it. I do. But I'd rather be educated on this kind of stuff by being able to play the game. Like, that. I, I just, at that point, just put it in the game. I, I'd rather just play it. I really would. I think most of us would as well. Especially if a lot of... I mean, Halo's demographic... They're i mean at this point or older ish i guess because like a lot of the fans that are sticking around were kids when the games were insanely popular so it's just like i feel like everyone would appreciate just being able to play a lot of the missions or you're like oh my god there's just so much to unpack it's off topic i'll i'll stop there
2: no it's it's Ooh, all fine guess We're, who right had right. an audible credit left over and guess who got halo outcasts And hey. guess who's gonna start listening me i'm gonna start i'm audible gonna keep on for sure. <laughs>
1: i'm gonna keep on listening to it so then you and i can keep up together we can talk about it james uh so yeah it, no, the tangents here at the end of the episodes are always fine at the beginning and the ends are always the uh You know, we'll talk about whatever the middle is for the episode. Everybody knows how this goes by this point. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're a new listener. Welcome to the show, dude. I'm so glad that you're here. It's so great to have you around. You're just a nice person to be around. You know that I'm sure that everybody tells you that all the time. If they don't, they're just keeping it to themselves. They they just anyway. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to catch us next week, then just tune back in next week. It's not that hard. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about The Created because it's on topic. It makes sense. And there's actually quite a bit to unpack. We won't be able to get all of it because it's still technically unfolding. But that will be a
2: frustrating
1: episode. Yes, (laughs) but we'll still have some fun with it because we're going to be talking about outcasts a little bit more. Uh, And more importantly, we're going to be announcing a new thing that is going to be happening in the JumperScape Discord uh shortly after that episode's release so feel free to tune in so you get that announcement because you don't want to miss it and we will see you guys next week but first don't go don't leave what i saw you reaching for your phone stop it discord.gg forward slash jumperscape you can join our community you can talk with the rest of us you can hang out with us you can actually be around your friends for real Or if you want to support us, if you want to make this show easier to make, because it's not, you can go to patreon.com forward slash jumperscape. Early bird specials are still open. No one's grabbed it yet. Grab it. It's available. It's open to you. Feel free to take the advantage. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. This library was produced and published by Jumperscape Audio. Funding was provided by our fantastic patrons on Patreon. Big thanks to Dark Salad 42 and Connor Clark. If you enjoy the show and wish to support Jumperscape's future projects or get some sweet benefits, join our Patreon at patreon.com/jumperscape or become part of this truly special community at discord.gg/jumperscape. Thank you for your listenership, and we hope you enjoyed.